NWA Empower. Not seen it for a while, actually. And um, it's come on. You know, people talk about, oh, it looks very 80s. Well, it's supposed to. It's a bit like Memphis Wrestling, which I like and is quite warm. This this takes place around the desk and all that. And they were doing that before the um, COVID hiatus, really. Um, I have no issues with that. The 80s are coming back as a big feel. You know, you've got... um, You've got the situation with regards to Midnight Heat doing really well in Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and they're causing some uh, stir, you know. And, and actually, there's a little bit of, um, you know, a little, I mean, you've, well, you know, you've, you've, you've got Midnight Express and all of that there and they dress in a very 80s way in the ring and all of that. And um, this has got some 80s touchbacks as well. So, yeah, first of all, up first, Mims... Cuts a good, sweet, um, seemingly very honest promo, actually. In sharp contrast to the Rude Dudes. That's very 80s, that name. It's an arrogant tag team, the Rude Dudes. Very, very 80s feel to that. First match um, in its entirety is uh, a four-way, which is uh, Jamie Stanley versus, Mi- versus Miguel Robles versus Alex Taylor versus Jeremiah Plunkett. Jeremiah Plunkett. Yes, and it's the junior heavyweight play-in match for the junior heavyweight tournament. It's a bit convoluted. And, um, yeah, I've just been talking to Jamie Stanley as one of the rude dudes, so I presume he's going to win. It's actually all right. By the way, new programme is coming, NWA USA. NWA USA. There's quite a lot of that all through this. We have this new programme coming. What do you think about it? I think it's going to be great. We have this new programme coming on YouTube. What do you think about it? I think it's going to be great. There's a new programme, NWA USA. What do you reckon? I'm not sure. It might not be very good. Leave it. What do you think? I think it's going to be great. There's a lot of that going on. However, here, the action's okay. There's a very poor Stanley fall off the apron onto two other wrestlers who catch him. But it's almost as if he's thinking... I don't really know if I trust them. I'd better just fall very quietly. Yeah. Some good action, though. A plunket catch from the top on Robles and a spine buster. Stanley comes in, kicks him out, takes the pin. That's very nice. Tim Storm's on commentary with with Velvet and um, says, I am legitimately shaking my head. Well, how how would you shake your head illegitimately? I mean, would you, do you have to have agreement to shake your head now? You have to write to the Ministry of Head Shaking and say, at eight o'clock on Monday evening, I'm going to be shaking my head. Yes, we agree. Okay, and we'll be filming it to make sure you do. You have a warrant to say you can. It's a bit weird. Anyway, Alex, Alex, uh, sorry, not Alex, Aaron Stevens is here with J.R. Kratos. Great. I like that. I like that. That. Pairing, very nice. You know, the Dirty Sexy Boys. Very 80s name. Dirty Sexy Boys. Dirty Dango. It's called Dango? Django? Drango? Anyway. I like his shtick. He does look dirty. He does sound dirty. At the end of it, they say, let's get weird. Which I see, I think, is must be some kind of catchphrase they've got. And um, they take a banana out and eat it. Cut to Velvet, who's acting incredibly sexed up. He, he was eating a banana. I mean, he wasn't even eating it very sexily, to be honest. 
Okay, back in the ring, we've got Sion, who is, um, he's a masked, caped, silver lame wearer, very, very 80s that, very 80s, versus Jordan Clearwater and Marche Rocket. Yes, they're from Austin Idols, stable, and it's a handicap match, because apparently Sion said, I'll do, I'll, I'll fight you anyway. So there you go. He actually has a good go at this. Austin Idol's out on commentary. He and Velvet don't get along on commentary. That's very funny, actually. Sion does well early on, isolates Clearwater, but falls, I mean, falls foul of the two-on-one, of course. So you've got a big um, Marche Rocket high drop kick, and then a double headlock. They put a double headlock on him. It's called the Brohog. I like that a lot. Nice Clearwater sling blade. I'm not high on Jordan, Jordan Clearwater, as you know. Scion powerbomb to Clearwater. Single leg crab. Very nice. And then a rolling Death Valley driver. But he can't see everybody who's coming into that ring. And I think it's called the rocket kick. It's the drop kick, isn't it? For the pin. Yes. Now we can have the NWA belt. Well, it's a replica. Don't get too excited. Not the whole £10 of gold. If there's £10 of gold in it, it's going to be costing a lot of money. By the way, that match with Sion was all right, but nothing special. But really there to burnish Austin Idol and his team. Here's Camille, not happy to be tagging with Miss Kate. I understand that. Miss Kate is not a good name, but she does have some attitude. So that's good. But she's fighting Tootie Lynn and Smiley Kylie. Yeah, the Smiley Dragons, I think they're called. It's really rather good. I mean... She wants no part of this, Camille, and I can understand it. There's some good stuff, though, actually. Early on, Miss Kate and, um, and Kylie Ray are really grappling, actually. There's a, um, there's a uh, Kylie Ray crossface turned over into a pinning attempt by Miss Kate. And then there's a Kylie Ray sleeper when Camille comes in on Camille, but she just, she just pulls her over really onto the mat. And then Ray tries to smack her a bit. Well, she takes the back elbow for that. How dare you? Yes. Ray cranks on a cross face on Camille. But she just lifts her up and dumps her to the mat. Although Kylie Ray's getting some offense in here, and that's good. There's a good rolling arm bar from Tutilin and a nice Inzaguri as well. And then Kylie Ray gets the cross face on Miss Kate while Camille's not there for the pin. It's a good fun match. Camille's not very happy. Mr. Kate points out, you weren't there when I needed you. It's got a point. Here's Ice-T with his new car shield advert. It's full of crime tape, crime scene. Don't get stuck with crime scene prices, I suppose. Didn't really look at it so much. I was more interested when Nick Aldis came in. And they've got this new programme, NWA USA. You know? Yeah, right. Here are the OGK. Because, of course, they can't be on ROH anymore, which is a shame. That would be Matt Taven. I'm Matt Taven. Oh, no, he's he's Matt Taven, yes. With Mr. Bennett. And, um, Mr. Bennett. And it's, um, Colby Carino on the shoulders of the fixers. I like Colby Carino, and I'm glad he's getting a bit of something. There's a bit of a, a, a match which is just made on the hoof, really. Because Taven says to one of the fixers, you're a bit dumb, etc. He does all that kind of stuff. And then he wants to fight... Wrecking Ball Magurski. He does. Who's apparently 370 somewhat pounds. Yes. Now, Magurski has a good go. 
Punches to the face, punches in the corner, punches all over the place. Taven tries to sleeper, it's reversed to the buckle, you know it's going to be. Goes for it again, takes a sidewalk slam. There's a nice Taven slingshot moonsault. A slingshot moonsault, yes, he gets a two count for that. But the flapjack that apparently McGurski, oh no, Taven calls the climax is hit, goes up top, misses a splash. They use the phrase, no water in the pool. This is old school. Then um, Magurski picks him up and falls forward on him for a two count, and that's really all he does. And in the end, Magurski powerbomb off the top, which looks very good, actually. Or is it Taven? It's Taven off the top for the pin. Yes. Here's Genocide on an interview. Now, I've not seen Genocide before. She has silver face paint, which is like a sort of robot type thing. And here's Mike Knox and Matt Cardona. Knox doesn't say a blooming word. Cardona says quite a lot, but says nothing. He's doing the usual arrogant, this is not a very nice place, and it's not very good, and you have to have me to make it better, and I'm very good, me, and you're lucky to have me. All of that nonsense. Guilt's well and truly off the gingerbread with that particular gentleman, I would say, and I didn't like him in impact anyway. So the less of that, the better. In the ring, Natalia Markova versus Paola Blaze. Apparently, Paola Blaze was a pile of genocide, but now they split. And she's having trouble with Natalia Markova, who is some kind of shooter type from Russia, I suspect. She's very good, actually. Lots of hammer fists from her, smacking Paula Blaze around a bit. Far up, forearms in the corner. She's smiling the whole time she does this, which is always good to see. Paula takes one punch at her and then gets a hammer fist for her pains. That's very, very nice. She tries to use her speed, gets some success, but generally, huge kick from Markova in the corner, which she calls a beautiful disaster, and then she gets the pin. Didn't last long. And you kind of expected it, really. Markova announced herself there as someone, to me anyway, as someone who is very strong, very tough. And I'd like to see more of that. And we end with a six-man. Because apparently, William Corgan is big on the six-man stuff. And quite right, too. When you've got people like Paro and Odinson, the end, with with Jack Zane, who's a big fellow as well, versus La Rebellion, who are... Um, the tag team champions for the NWA at the moment with Homicide. Yes, that's going to be quite good. I think that might be quite a, a good match to watch. And it is. At one point, The End and Jack Zane pick all of their opponents up on their shoulders and just smack them back to back in the middle of the ring. Very nice. It is very, very nice, actually. They don't have to take it to Homicide as well. Odinson, it's a lovely spinning back fist for a man to, who's that big to move that fast. Very nice. They have the good double teamwork from the end. You know, for instance, Homicide is looking to get to the corner. Paro rushes in and makes sure that they're not on the on the uh, on the apron when Homicide gets there. All of that, and then La Rebellion come in. Good work together. Theirs is kind of double team moves. You know, double drop kicks and the like. Very nice. At one point, they're in the corner. Zane picks both of them up on his shoulders and hits a Samoan drop. That is something very, very special. And then Homicide hits Paro with a cutter 
And the ref counts three. We don't know if he was supposed to. I don't think, I think Parra was a bit surprised. They go and, is that the end? That's the end. And that's the end of that match. And the last thing we hear is, I presume because the new programme is early next week, is the announcer saying, see you next Tuesday. So that's a nice way to end it. And um, actually, Empower was um, was very good. I liked it. Well, not very good, but there's some really interesting stuff that I want to come back and watch next week. And I might even want to watch NWA USA because they have a new show, you know. Did you not know that? This is good for the future. And I like it. Ta-ta.